In lockdown with my bachelor brother, this comes from Father Arlo Connaughton, Ireland. Father Connaughton writes about spending time in lockdown with his bachelor brother, Brendan, who lives on a small farm in his old home in Ballinacri Island. Father Allo said that he had often spent spells with Brendan in the past, but now full-time residents called for a bit of adaptation. An invitation from an editor to write something on lockdown at home reached me the same day I came across a quotation of Carl Jung about the necessity of constantly doing some reflection on where our lives are going. Physically, I am not going anywhere at the moment. I spent the early lockdown months in Bangkok. At the start, a memory flashed back, and an article from about 2014 in the Bangkok Post entitled A Pandemic, Not If, But When, written by an official of the World Health Organization. During those months, college work continued and there was a bit more time to do some reading outside the box. And after a gap of 50 years, I realised how much I had forgotten or never noticed in The Plague by Albert Cummis. The, the second time around, I could appreciate the predicament of the famous preacher Father Panelux as he lost his early certainty and struggled to find something relevant to say in a time between St. Columban's Dalgan for some academic work and home for a more hands-on side of things. Eventually, I had to decide on one or the other. A bachelor brother, Brendan, who lives on a small farm in my old home in Balanacri, made it clear to me that he would welcome company for the lockdown time ahead. I have often spent spells with him in the past, but now full-time residents called for a bit of adaptation. Tastes in TV programs, music or the best way to, to make a cake do not always coincide. A minor difference is that for him going to bed early means before midnight. Bangkok rising is 5.30am for me. Balanacri rising was adjusted to 7.30. I see that changes are needed on my part if I am to offer real companionship to him. It took me a while to come to terms with how much of any day is taken up with cooking, washing up, house cleaning, even though we share the work. A plus is that my range of menus has increased a good bit. My mother's full and plenty by moral laverty has been an invaluable companion. Her recipes don't usually call for Italian sun-dried tomatoes, a bunch of fresh coriander leaves and a half glass of a famous French wine and other things unlikely to be found on our shelf. There were a number of other things on my agenda of a concrete nature. Some I managed to do like pruning trees, rebuilding parts of stone walls and tidying up farmyard sheds. And these days I've been helping my brother prepare a garden for potatoes and vegetables. In late autumn I tackled a job requested by major seminaries in Bangkok and Mandalay, writing a simplified textbook on modern philosophy. Ambitiously I set my sights on Christmas as the finishing line. Easter is now upon us and I'm still working at it every morning, but at least I am now proofreading the final draft. 
I hope that simpler language and the humorous illustrations of Miko, a cartoonist with La Nacion, a Chilean daily newspaper, will compensate for my deficiency in depth. Early on, I saw a need for a bit of structure in my day. For a start, trying to implement advice received years ago, don't muddy the mental waters with news or the internet before morning prayer. Years of teaching patristic theology has given me a bit more appreciation for the office of readings. I celebrate Mass with my brother shortly after breakfast on the same table. The evening rosary is an unbroken house tradition. I live about five minutes' walk from the local church and cemetery and try to visit most evenings. Nine COVID graves have been made there since January 1. Returning to the Irish media environment in the longer term takes getting used to. One of the things is the narrowing of horizons. The main evening news seems to endlessly beat one local topic to death. The rest of the world and its serious problems get little attention. And keeping oneself informed of the global picture calls for effort. The BBC five-minute news available now is invaluable for that. Coming back to Ireland in the longer term makes one aware of a structural anti-Catholic prejudice in so much of the media. Do the articulate apologists who speak for our side simply not exist, or are they excluded by those who control media time and space? A presumption that most Irish Catholics have a sufficiently informed faith to resist this negative barrage seems an unwarranted one. But there are positives too. Funerals limited to ten are hard, especially on big families. But I've been able to do some month's mind masses, a requiem mass celebrated about one month after a person's death on Zoom, with active contributions by family members far away in England, Canada or Australia. This experience has shown me new doors that are opening, Internet does offer us great new possibilities if we have the imagination to recognise them. Failure to get involved to some extent in this world will leave us on the margins. I should have started courses on modern philosophy and ethics in the major seminary in Mandalay, Myanmar, in January. First, COVID and now the brutal coup have closed that door, at least for now. I have also booked for a term in China. A lay colleague from the Philippines has informed me in recent days that her contract in the major seminary in Beijing has been terminated because of new government rules about outside teachers. The sound, perhaps, of another door closing? I would still like to respond to both invitations should the occasion arise, but I'll have to allow for the possibility that the Lord is saying to me, remember, you are almost 77, you are not indispensable. And starting from that day in 1963, when a classmate decided not to continue in our seminary in Dalgan, and I was suddenly sent to University College Dublin instead, almost all my placements have been decided by the often unexpected decisions of someone else. Fate as Aristotle said, is one of the big factors we cannot control. That article written by Father Allo Connaughton entitled In Lockdown with My Bachelor Brother.